What's this beat, man? Here to bring the heat, man. Yes, I stole the instrumental. Catch me in the street, man. Feeling young money, but I got none. Wasn't looking for the baddest chick, but I still got one. Now the podcast top one. Now I'm feeling myself. Mask up or mask off. I'm looking out for my health. Quality is top shelf. Keep it tight, I rock belts. Cooking up like top chef. Till I'm goat, will not rest. Man, this rap shit easy mode. Swear I got them cheaty codes. I am like no other man. I pass y'all to my brother, man. I swear, man, we out. Welcome to the store, we're on the third chapter You thought that we were but we gave you the whole platter We hear all the chatter, it really doesn't matter When those haters hear that fireman, they all start to scatter And they scatter when that heat come like I'm Danny Coming for that podcast, throw like it's King's Landing season three then glad you asked outstanding this is just the intro i have more i'm planning enjoy today is wednesday october 13th 2021 welcome to therapy season three there is a difference between being canceled and being a bad person we can have a conversation later about publicizing private emails from years and years and years ago but right now the fact of the matter is they're out there If you're truly worried about privacy and liberty and all that, maybe just don't say terrible stuff in emails to begin with. I can honestly say I've never sent a bad email in my life. Text? Messages? Yeah, maybe. In a group chat? Yeah, for sure. But email? (laughs) Bro, you got to put a subject or a title. You got to read over it, proofread it. You got to choose recipients. You got to type out their email and then send it to them. Okay, what am I even talking about? John Gruden now former coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, won a Super Bowl once upon a time, worked for ESPN Monday Night Football. I've known of him for a while, and every time I heard him, I'm like, this guy's hilarious, and he really, really knows the game. I loved hearing him talk. Turns out, he's just not that great of a guy. (laughs) But no more teasing. Let's get to the juicy bits. This started last week. It was a report on Friday. Today is the 13th of October, so this report came out on Friday the 8th, John Gruden said this about DeMoris Smith, a NFLPA executive director. That's the NFL Players Association. He said this in an email like 10 years ago. He referred to DeMoris Smith as dumb Boris Smith. That's not that. Just calling him dumb. It's no big deal. Yeah. But then he said he has lips the size of Michelin tires. Oh, God. So that's pretty... Um. That's not like a really nice way to characterize a black person. I would argue that it's pretty it's pretty racist. If you say that one time, that's the only bad thing you've ever said about anybody in your life in an email. I think we can, I'm not going to say let it slide. You better not. But I think you can still have a career, a job. Now, I personally find it difficult to imagine a world where you can coach an NFL team where pretty much everybody's black and they know that you've said this thing about a black person in the past. There's no way that they aren't going to be thinking that on any given day, if you get angry enough, you're going to refer to them as some, you know, racist trope or whatever. For me personally, if that was my boss, I'm not, I'm not working for that guy anymore. Like knowing that he said that, like I'm not, I can't do it as a black person. That's just me. Now, I don't hate John Gruden as a human being. You know, I don't think he deserves to die or go to jail or have his rights taken away. I just think he shouldn't be coaching an NFL team. I think that's fair. He comes out and he apologizes. So let's look at the apology. All I can say is that I'm not racist. I can't tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to D. Smith, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had no racial intentions with those remarks at all, but... 
Yes, they can. I'm not like that at all. I apologize, but I don't want to keep addressing it. Light his ass up. Let's break this down. So all I can say is that I'm not a racist. I wouldn't say that's all you can say. I think you could say more. I can't tell you how sick I am. Well, imagine how sick the people you offended actually are. I apologize again to D. Smith. It's good to apologize. But I don't think your apology should be followed by a but. I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. Nobody asked you how you feel. (laughs) Like, of course you don't feel good because you got called out. Essentially, all of your quote-unquote employees are black, so obviously you should feel sick. I would feel a little scared if I were you. You should be scared. I had no racial intentions with those remarks at all. Again, doesn't matter what your intentions were. That only matters to you. But, yes, like, I'm not like that at all. Okay. Here's the only other thing he said that I kind of want to um, mention also. He tried to provide context, saying he describes people he believes are lying as having rubber lips. Like, that's something he does all the time. He said that at the time, it was the NFL lockout, and he was upset with Smith. Gruden said, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's a liar. It's interesting because in this quote, you say, I don't think that, and I don't think this. I think that what you say is a lot more powerful than what you think. But I guess that depends on the circumstance also. Because if you're just saying a whole bunch of nice stuff to somebody and you're actually thinking about, like, you know, punching their mother, like, that's different. But in this circumstance, what you actually did is way more powerful than what you, like, actually think. But to be honest, I think you're lying, so it doesn't really matter. To say that... That's like saying, it's like telling a black person that they have a big nose. And then when somebody says like, hey, man, that's kind of, you shouldn't say stuff like it's that. It's like, no, 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 no. I say that everybody that I think is lying has a big nose, like Pinocchio. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a really easy way to try and walk back a racist thing. So I personally think that your explanation is not only unnecessary, it's also insufficient and dumb. When you are apologizing to somebody about something, You shouldn't be explaining why you said it. The only thing that matters is that you did something that is inarguably wrong and you need to just say, I said a wrong thing. It was a bad thing. I'm sorry that I did it. And I'm sorry to everybody it offended. Actually, you can do even better. I am sorry to all members of the African-American community and any minority who feels like I offended them because I know that what I said is offensive and there's no place for that. Not then, not now, not ever. That would have been a you know, better chance. But regardless, I think I thought after that, like it was, it was over with for him, for the Raider season, for everyone, but Oh boy, hold on. It actually gets much worse. In other emails that were released that he sent between the years of 2010 and 2018, he often called the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. And I just want to make this clear. He is essentially the president of the NFL, the big boss, the number one guy. So he's essentially, you know, tell me if you could say this about your employer in any email (laughs) And once somebody finds out about it, you can keep your job. This is literally what John Gruden said. He called Commissioner Roger Goodell a... I can't even say it. John Gruden referred to Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, as um, the F word for gay people. And he also called him a clueless anti-football... He also used homophobic slurs to describe NFL owners, coaches, and reporters who cover the league. So I feel like somebody that uses that word that much... I don't think that they reserve that for people that aren't gay. So I think that is definitely a problem. So now at this point, we've offended black people and people from the LGBTQ community. But it gets gets even better. By better, I mean worse. Gruden also reportedly exchanged emails 
that included photos of women wearing only bikini bottoms. One photo reportedly included two Washington football team cheerleaders. That's not great. Why through email? Per the New York Times, Gruden also sometimes included the co-founder of Hooters. Per the New York Times, a friend of Gruden's shared a sexist meme of a woman refereeing in the NFL with Gruden replying, nice job, Rogers. So (laughs) if you're keeping count, we've now offended the African-American community and now the LGBTQ community, and now women. He's basically mocking the idea of women officiating in the NFL. He reportedly criticized former President Barack Obama during his 2012 re-election campaign and called then-Vice President Joe Biden a nervous, clueless... That's... (laughs) Okay, that's funny. (laughs) That doesn't offend any, like, group or community or whatever. I mean, if you just want to talk about how Joe Biden sucks, like... You know, I'm down with that. And you ain't black. I think, you know, clowning on politicians at any given time is fine. This is not a good look at all. In 2015, Gruden condemned a congressional bill that attempted to force Washington to change its name from the Redskins, which many Native Americans view as a slur. Gruden received a link also that year detailing how players wanted Goodell to support them in efforts to promote racial equality and criminal justice reform. Gruden said he needs to hide in his concussion protocol tent. So he was referring to Eric Reed who was one of the major activists and players that were trying to inspire change for equity and criminal justice reform. You know, he was just, he was one of the heads of that movement. And Gruden was like, yeah, just take a hike, basically. So that's not a good look either. Gruden also singled out individuals as targets of his hateful language. That includes Caitlyn Jenner, whom Gruden mocked when she won an award in 2015 after transitioning. Once again, um, Gruden attacking the LGBTQ community. Per the New York Times, Gruden criticized Goodell for pressuring former St. Louis Rams coach Jeff Fisher to draft queers. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's awful. No one even says that anymore because most people are like good people and understand that you don't use that language. See, I think if if Roger Goodell was doing stuff like just sharing pictures of women, I mean, that's not good, but I don't think that's a fireable offense. Like he's just a 50 year old man doing weird 40, 50 year old man stuff. But you can't you can't use this type of language to describe these people, these people, my people. I think we've established at this point that this is not like a one-time thing. This isn't somebody that doesn't have a single insensitive bone in their body. Now, maybe you only have like a few racist bones in your body, but the other bones in your body are homophobic and misogynist and amongst other things. Let me break down the misogynist thing because I want to be I want to be extremely thorough about this. Just a, just a quick recap, just to make sure everybody's following along. Total black man that he was dumb, had big lips, referred to people in the LGBTQ community as queers, which I, I hear they do not appreciate. Use the F slur. I don't even feel comfortable saying it. Like, I'm not going to record myself saying that. Like, it's, it's, it's just bad. It's wrong. We just don't say that anymore. So, yeah, these are a number of things that you can't do and then continue to be a public figure, a leader of men. You're not setting a good example for your team, for your company, for the NFL, for ESPN, for anybody. It it doesn't really matter the timeline in which he said these things. I used to work in this call center and it was for like this Fortune 500 company. And if they were to dig up a Facebook post that I made from 10 years ago and it had some of these words in it and they fired me over it, I would be like, yeah, well, not only should I not have said that thing, but I also shouldn't have kept it up. (laughs) So you just kind of have to be responsible for your own actions. That's the John Gruden story. He decided to resign. There's the John Gruden bit. Let's talk about something that's more a little more silly <laughs> because I just wanted to give everybody like the exact reason as to why that happened. And it's, it's, it's a really, 
it's a really sad story mainly because sometimes I go a couple of days, couple of weeks, maybe even a month or so where I, I don't hear of anything like this happening. And, you know, I'm on the internet all the time. I live on Twitter. I'm always watching sports. I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always talking to people from all sides of the political aisle. And I go a little while talking to enough people and I'm like, you know what? I think we all get it. I think we're all on the same page here. And then this John Gruden stuff happens. And I know that it was a while ago, but these emails are between 2010 and 2018. To pretend as if he's still not this, like, to pretend as if he's not that person anymore seems kind of ludicrous, especially considering he's like 57, 58 now. So even if we're talking about the stuff that happened 10 or 11 years ago, he's still in his 40s, okay? You don't change from 40 to 50, all right? Like, he is that guy. It sucks that we still have those guys as one of the 32 positions that are leading NFL teams. You know, it's not a good look. This isn't like a cancel culture thing. This is a him being a bad person and us not wanting to see him anymore. Like there's a difference between making a mistake or even a handful of mistakes. We're talking about years of evidence here. <laughs> so he's got to go. Okay. So what in the ever loving f was Urban Meyer up to in the past week or two? <laughs> Okay, so I've been doing a little bit of research about this Urban Meyer situation. He is a coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is common knowledge if you're a casual NFL fan, but if you're just tuning in and you're just curious to know what the hell is going on with this guy, he was a legendary college football coach. He won a championship with the Florida Gators. He won a championship with the Ohio State Buckeyes. He's a legendary coach. He's like a celebrity in at least a few states, okay? So he decided to take his talents to the NFL down to Jacksonville. They started out 0-4, zero wins four losses. So I'm going to be referring to this Barstool Sports article because I find it to be, I feel like it hits all the main bits that I want to talk about because I don't really want to talk about the football side. Like who cares? This is a man who is messing up. He got caught in 4K. So this is a Barstool Sports article that was written on October 4th. The story of the weekend, at least for Jaguars fans and Urban Meyer haters, was that the head ball coach was out on the town at his restaurant in Ohio getting faced and having a grinding dance session with a lovely young woman. The internet loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Rumors started to swirl about if old Urban would resign from the 0-4 Jaguars in order to focus on his family and his faith as he's been known to do. I'm going to play for you this uh, this apology, this Urban Meyer apology. He got caught out in 4K having this lovely young woman, uh, young blonde woman grind on him. She looks like she cannot be... She cannot be over, God, she can't be over like 25 years old. Urban Meyer is like 57, I think, 57 or 58, just like just like our boy John. So let's listen to his apology. Yeah, I, uh, I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction, just stupid. And so I explained everything that happened and owned it and, you know, just the stupid uh, shit I'd have myself in that kind of position. Fly back with the team or did you stay in... Uh... Uh, I stayed to see the grandkids, and we all went to dinner that night at the restaurant, and then there's a big group next to our restaurant, and they wanted me to come over and take pictures, and I did, trying to pull me out on a dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. How did the team react, reactionary, or, you know, how did they take it to your apology? Well, I've always been so defensive of them. You know, I remember when Trevor told me he was going to go to Vegas for his bachelor party, I mean, I was just, my gosh, man, be careful and surround yourself, and because I've seen this happen, and... Uh, I just so the team the team uh, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one on one spoke to all the players uh, they're good they were focused on Tennessee and I apologized again for being a distraction and uh, uh, coach should not be a distraction. What about your, how about your family? Did you also did you feel a need to apologize to your family? Yeah, yeah of course I did. Yeah, that's not me. That's uh, oh yeah, they're upset. Okay, so if that's all there was, then that would be one thing. You know, pulled out to the dance floor 
some little blonde was grinding on him. It's not that big of a deal. But there are other videos that emerged, obviously. Here's the problem with this whole situation. It's not about Urban Meyer going out and partying and drinking while his team is losing and they take the flight back to Jacksonville and they're all sad and depressed and he wants to go out and have a couple drinks and hang out with whoever. That's fine. Do you? But he is someone's grandpa. The problem is everybody has like a 4K video recorder in their pocket. Like most people have phones that are anywhere between like $500 and $1,000 that have like 4K, 60 frames per second, like high def. And he's somebody's husband. Everybody has the ability to shoot a movie at any given time when you're out on the town. And it was not just the fact that this girl's grinding on him. There was this other video where it looks like he's just talking to her. He's sitting, she's standing. And he has his hand not just on her butt, but just about going up it. So (laughs) your team is losing. He talked about how they were focusing on Tennessee coming up. They lost that one, too. So now they're 0-5. So Urban Meyer is taking L's in every way imaginable. Loser. His family was pissed off. Fans are pissed off. Honestly, I think the players are probably like the least disappointed in him because Everybody knows what it's at like to be out on the town and you're drunk and somebody catches you doing something weird. He didn't do anything that I think is criminal, but it's just simply not a good look. And between that and the John Gruden thing, the NFL is just uh, <laughs> they're doing everything they can to just get you to watch the game. Just let's just let's just focus on the games. Let's just watch the games. So <laughs> Urban Meyer is going to be all right. He's rich. Apparently his wife and daughter are out here defending him, saying everybody should just move on. It's not that big of a deal. And they're right. It's really not that big of a deal. He's a grown man. He's pushing 60. You know, if he wants to get weird with, he's supposed to be with his grandchildren. If he wants to get a little weird with some people while he's out on the town. Look, if his wife doesn't care, who am I to care? I shouldn't even be talking about it. So I just wanted to, um, <laughs> I just wanted to end on something light as opposed to the whole John Gruden's a terrible person that hates all minorities thing. There are other coaches in the league that are also fucking up, but um <laughs> Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed, and I will see you on Friday. Haters looking at me crazy. Because I'm driving around Miss Daisy, and in college I was lazy. You've been very defensive lately. But they were coming for my baby. Well, the podcast looking tasty, and we getting money lately. Sorry. I just found my passion, man. What's happening? I've been going up. They've been throwing up. Once they see the numbers blowing up, I've been showing up. Like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My way. Not the Burger King, but y'all a side plate. Looking at me sideways, y'all can hit the highway, Spotify and Apple hear me anywhere in the tri-state. I am like a fly plane, I will never die, man. They say I'm just rambling, but I'm just playing my strength. Oh lord. Rapping to me so elementary, I'm going harder than sedimentary. I'm doing this cause it was meant to be. I'm not petty, but someone tempted me. Might clap back if someone sent for me. I'd do this without a dollar or cent for me. I won't stop and I don't bend the knee.